0: Listeners of this show will get a seventy-five dollar sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com/match. Just go to Indeed.com/match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com/match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, all. Seven rounds of heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. Bryce Young is doomed to an eternity of David Tepper. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the Steelers fan, here to say overdrafting a QB never works out. And with me, as always, is AJ, number 68, is reporting as eligible, Marchese.
1: Lions got too cute with it, man. Trying to trying to get too tricky. I didn't like
0: Gamesmanship. it. Gamesmanship. There's no place for that in the nope. NFL. Today, we're talking all the noteworthy NFL rookies from Week 16 and 17. What? Of the NFL season, let's hit it.
1: Seven. 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 Seven
0: rounds
1: in heaven with my baby,
0: driving
1: out to Casey, maybe
0: looking for Stroud or a.
1: Bryce Young, Young, who's gonna wear a Hawaiian shirt today,
0: who's gonna put ketchup on a stick,
1: who's gonna gonna find a steal
0: in the fifth, the home team,
1: team. let's go seven Seven rounds, rounds. let's go seven rounds together, let's go
0: seven rounds forever. forever. And And that's a song. Today's episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by the 2024 Pro Bowl games. Don't forget, AJ, they changed it up, bringing more attention to it. I think every year of my life, they've changed the Pro Bowl in one way or another to to, uh, try and bring more eyes to it. And nothing has worked yet, so we'll see. Wrong. Um, But hey, proud proud to say... uh, Kyle Juszczyk is, like, ninth Pro Bowl. He's just going to go to the Hall of Fame yep. because of the sheer amount of Pro Bowls he has? <laughs> yep, he's going to lock it in, baby. I mean, it's crazy that, like, Pro Bowls do impact Hall of Fame cases.
1: Well, especially in today's day and age when half the league makes the Pro Bowl with the opt-outs and everything. Yeah.
0: Let's see. Oh, here you go again about opt-outs. Oh, look. Oh, man. If these guys love the game, they'd be playing the Pro Bowl game. <laughs> best on best? What are you, why are you chickening it out? Juice check does have eight Pro Bowls. There's a realistic chance he will end up with double digit Pro Bowls. They'll have to put him in the Hall of Fame. He was, he was all decade fullback,
1: no? Must Probably. have been. Who else would there have been? Uh would hmm, have been. Uh, your boy, Mike Rob. Yeah, Mike. Oh, yeah, yeah. It can't be Mike Rob.
0: Uh, Pro Bowl's looking good, that's all I have to say mm-hmm. As we uh, dive into our NFL Week 16 and 17 rookie superlatives Just breaking down which rookies made the Pro Bowl Why, Wait, only three tackles make the Pro Bowl for each conference?
1: Yeah, left, right, and the swing tackle
0: <laughs> okay. You need to I'm stop so looking good. at Pro Bowl stuff Yeah, get, get uh, I'm in too deep I just want to talk about the rookies who made it now um, Anyway, speaking of rookies rookie quarterback rundown. We'll break down week 16 and 17, keeping it short and sweet Mm because I think we have a a good idea about these guys. (laughs) Uh, But I will say, of all the rookie quarterbacks we're about to talk about, the Bryce Young jump, well, first of all, you faking six so we didn't have to talk about the one week Bryce Young played really well. He figured out my agenda. And now we're back and he's coming off like the (laughs) worst game of his career. (laughs) So so, it's just like we're overshadowing his great outing against the Packers by talking about the James I'll, game, where the owner of his team also threw a drink at a fan.
1: Yeah, I was gonna do I was gonna do ten minutes on Tepper and never even mention Bryce. Don't worry.
0: Talking Depper, Um could be a whole pod for sure. Uh, that's a bit I stole from New Around the NFL podcast. Unfortunately, oh my god. Uh, can't reference other podcasts. Go, Bryce Young, Week 16, 23 of Thirty Six, Three Twelve, Two Scores against the Packers. Almost, almost one. Won. Yep. Ran out of time. They spiked the ball it was just zero seconds <laughs> on the clock. It, that I thought that was that ruled. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I would have a lot more to say if he, I didn't know what happened in the game after this.
1: Oh, it wasn't that Instead. bad? Come on, just just hype it up. Come on.
0: Okay. No, uh, oh, I mean, I thought this was the most poised I've seen Brace Young look all season, which isn't saying much. Um, mm-hmm. I thought him and, and Thielen, who, who's caught over 100 passes this year. That's crazy. Is yeah. Hilarious. Uh, had it going on. Um, I don't know. He, I, I thought he the pass rush got to him less in general. Like, obviously, their offensive line play has been terrible all season. Um, but I also thought he did a better job maneuvering in the pocket uh, to avoid the rush throughout the game and like the Packers have I know the Packers defense isn't good but it's it's got some dogs mm-hmm. in the front seven um, he, he was like pretty accurate and like not forcing anything it was the type of game I expected to see from Bryce Young like seven weeks ago yeah
1: yeah. And, uh, week 17 was a seven week eagle performance, Rob. I mean, it was, uh, somehow only threw for 112 yards on 32 attempts. Um, and you kind of said how he looked against the pressure, uh, six sacks for the Jaguars on him. Um, no, it was not good. It was kind of a, it was very disappointing to see, you know, knowing he came off that <clears throat> great performance against the Packers in a near win and then, uh, come crashing back right down to earth. Um, yeah, the, the pressure was kind of, I thought, the, the the name of the game. It's tough. He, he He's not feeling it great, but that offensive line is also awful. Like, it's, I don't know. To me, it's a lot of the same talking points. If the receivers are bad. Uh, Chark, I think, t- a couple tough drops, but I think three total. One was a big play that he could have brought in down the field. Um, took him over to third down to get to the goal line. Um <clears throat> They went for it a ton on fourth down. Obviously, they didn't score. Um, he converted a couple of them. It was sick. And then a couple of like, just dump offs of the running backs in the flat. One was that solid downfield throw on like a little uh, comeback route. I don't know. I wasn't going to talk too much. There's not a lot to get excited um, about. Yeah, go ahead. Is
0: my, my, my question, having done the Packers game, you did the Jags. Um, against the Packers, it really did look like there was glimpses of Alabama. Bryce Young, just in terms of... <laughs> Like, being that point guard, seeing the field. Yeah. I, thought, I thought he saw the field really well. through with anticipation. I thought a lot of stuff where the play was breaking down, and he, he just remained calm under pressure, kind of extended the play, made, made some plays out of structure, even if it was just, like, avoiding the rush and finding his check down. Like, things that... It felt I, like was were hard earlier in the season. He had a really nice touchdown throw to DJ Shark Shark played a great game against the yeah, Packers. I'm pretty sure he was right? terrible against the Jags. <laughs> yeah,
1: he was. <laughs>
0: um, so I don't know. It's when his receivers are making plays and his offensive line's not horrific. There are glimpses. I mm-hmm. I think that that Packers game and then seeing it kind of come back down the earth against the Jags says more about what's around him I than it does so. about Bryce Young because. You can see if his receivers are working open, he's looked like he trusted DJ Shark a lot against the Packers. And if he has even that extra half second where he the pressure comes, but he has that half second to buy time and make mm-hmm. a play out of structure versus just it folding in on him right away, it makes a huge difference for, to go for that. It
1: does. And I like I think he's played better since <clears throat> week ten or so and He's looked more like Alabama Bryce, and like I think he's become more poised and confident. <clears throat> yeah, but like one of the Chark drops was he kind of sidestepped the pressure pretty well and uh, hit Chark, I don't know, 15, 20 yards down the field and and t- wasn't a super easy catch, but it was, it was a good throw, and he kind of he just dropped it. Um, threw a pick this week, too, which you never like to see. And it was kind of like, I don't know, maybe him just trying to do too much. It was pretty late in the game. He just kind of rolled out. Um, threw back across his body a bit. <clears throat> I don't know if it was, like, super inaccurate or, like, just not on the same page with the receiver. I forget who it was. But high off the receiver's hands and, you know, into a DB's arms. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I think I'm more optimistic in the back half of the season with Bryce Young, though. And, you know, like, which is, I don't know. I don't know. Like Really, it, this team is obviously going to undergo massive changes this offseason. I... I don't, especially playing the Jags, I don't, you know, you know, Trevor Lawrence's rookie season, it was like, yeah, this team is absolute dumpster fire, Urban Meyer's a joke, Uh, but you saw a lot more from Lawrence than I think you have from Young this season, but I think he can make a jump if this team gets it together, and the issue is maybe maybe the the head honcho in town isn't, they're never going to let that happen, Rob, but. Next year is going to be the crucial year, I think, for Bryce Young. You you write this one off a little bit and um, see where the hell it goes from here.
0: I mean, at least save the number one pick and then get Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah,
1: that. Oh, man. Fuck.
0: That sucks. Um, My Bears rule. You know who else rules? (laughs) My Daxons uh okay cj shot week 16 missed the game first the browns with an injury that's why we didn't do a show actually yeah i couldn't i just i couldn't bring myself to do one without cj talk uh week 17 i was a little worried to be a little rusty he'd missed what two games um the concussion protocol was a little bit i think concerning yeah <clears throat> lasted longer than expected and then he, he came in and kind of looked right at home um he didn't have to do a ton. They kind of just quickly like they're they're up seventeen nothing. It felt like right away against the Titans. He finished twenty four of thirty two, two thirteen score. Completed seventy five percent of his passes. The timing, the anticipation, his ball placement were incredible. He had a couple uh, like deep outs, like just the hardest throws to make where mm-hmm. he's lasering them to uh, Nico Collins. Um, I I I think like he. Again, it wasn't, like, the best game we've seen C.J. Stroud have, but, like, it was exactly what he needed to do. Um, I really don't have a lot to add. Like, you just look great in structure. There were maybe less, like, holy shit throws that he's made throughout the season. Um, but, like, over, overall it was everything we, we'd kind of seen. Um, the anticipation, I, I think, of the ball placement are just ridiculous. It is interesting because I do think, what, like f- maybe five weeks ago, CJ Stroud, it felt like, had Offensive Rookie of the Year on the lock. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's still the favorite. I, I believe he is uh, minus 1,200. Um, I do think there's an argument to be made for Puka, who's plus 600. Sorry, Stroud's minus 1,400. Um, would you still give Stroud Offensive Rookie of the Year? Are
1: you asking me like who I would actually choose, or who like, do I if think? If you is had win? a
0: vote, if you had a vote, who would you vote
1: for? I don't know. I was going to ask you like taking position bias. Like I, I think I'd still vote for CJ Stroud because I, I would too. Doing that as a rookie quarterback is unreal. But if you were to take like you know that like the position value and the position jump away from it, I think that's a lot more of a difficult discussion. You know what I mean? Uh, and shroud has got a good great. chance to wrap it up on Saturday, too. You know, like, just to put a bow on it, beat, go out and beat the Colts and get the team to the playoffs, you know?
0: Yeah. I think if he does that, it's game over. It's game, yeah. Um the The other quarterback in that game, Will Levis, who missed the game against the Seahawks with an injury, yeah. unfortunately left injured against the Texans. Was two of six, 16 yards before leaving injured. Um, his offensive line was getting him killed. Ryan Tannehill came in; they were not much better. More than in a bit. They were playing so many rookies up front. Yeah, uh, poor Levis because I I do think we both agree he's done enough this year to like earn. A look as the starter next year. Yeah,
1: I, I think he goes in at next season as the unquestionable starter, and then you see from where you go from there, right?
0: But it does suck just because it's like he missed a lot of playing time this year just because he obviously yeah. didn't start the year as the starter, got banged up, missed a handful of games. Now he's hurt again. It's valuable snaps for for him, but
1: uh how does Tannehill look? You want to do a couple minutes on Tannehill?
0: Yeah, I, f- I fucking love to. <laughs> Finally he was great.
1: Yeah, of course. He was okay. And then against gets the Seahawks, I guess. A lot of pressure. Oh, yeah. And more on that later, I'm sure, from both of us.
0: Aiden uh, O'Connell is the other quarterback uh, <laughs> I uh, had this week. Um, so in week 16... The guy goes 9 of 21 for mm-hmm. 62 yards, but defeats the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Didn't complete a pass after the first quarter. Defeated the Chiefs.
1: Zamir White, baby. How about that? That's a, that's a, He's a NBA rookie. Give him credit.
0: Yeah, yeah. Kind of. And then week 17 30 of 47, 299, two scores, and lost to the Colts. Uh, they were out of it pretty much until the end, and then they, they kind of laid it on mm-hmm. a little bit. He threw a touchdown to Devonte Adams, which, by the way, it was a great grab. It was a better catch than throw, but it was a really good throw on the on the goal line fade to Adams. Um, I don't know. He, it's funny because it's like he didn't play particularly, hard. like he didn't play well against the Chiefs, but he wasn't horrible, and they won. And then yeah. he was like very solid against the Raiders, and obviously uh, in week 15 against the Chargers who's incredible. He um like he's not an NFL starting quarterback but he is, seems to be like as high floor of rookie quarterback in terms of Long-term QB yeah. as, as it can get, maybe.
1: Yeah, I think so. But it, just looking at his last four weeks, like the box score from his performances in the game, like four weeks ago they got shut out and lost three nothing.
0: <laughs> then the yeah, next week, obviously they scored sixty-three points. It's just so and, funny, and can, and, like... and that's the thing about him though is that like clearly he's not a starter because the consistency yeah. from game to game. But at the same time, like when people are people are playing well around him, he's not going to lose you the game. Mm-hmm. Like even in that terrible game against the Vikings, the Vikings' defense was incredible in that game. Yeah, and he 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 was like not good. They weren't scoring. He wasn't moving the ball, but he also it's not like he threw like he had a game earlier in the year against the Dolphins. He threw three picks, and yeah. even then they were still in that game. Yeah, they were. Uh, they only lost by seven. I so, yeah. uh, I think he's like he's a top forty NFL quarterback. That's and that's
1: really yeah, it's really good. It's very well, good.
0: I, and I, I I uh before the show I was looking. I was looking at um highest e- EPA per play among rookie quarterbacks this season. And Aiden O'Connell is the fourth highest EPA uh, among rookie quarterbacks. And he's 36th in the NFL. Like, that's great from a rookie yeah. fourth round pick.
1: Yeah, I think, obviously, for the Raiders, I think you're pumped. Like, of course, you know, maybe you hope to have a developmental starter type of guy, but I don't know. The Raiders are one of the oddest teams in the league right now, right? Definitely. I think, like. Yeah, I love them. They're so strange. You never know I, what you're going to get from them.
0: I think they should hire Antonio Pierce.
1: Honestly, for a franchise that hasn't had a good head coach in, I don't know, uh, in, you know, 25 years,
0: the thing why is the hell thing is, they're going to hire the wrong person if yeah,
1: they do That's what I'm saying. They're going to make a mistake in the hire anyways. Uh, why not roll with the good vibes?
0: I mean, if it's Patrick, would be the Pro Bowl.
1: Pierce has... Um, has them playing way above what they where they should be playing at, right?
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, AJ Cole made the Pro Bowl, so.
1: well deserved. Good
0: Spawner there. Um,
1: um, stop looking at Pro Bowl stuff.
0: Marvin Mims made it. It's a rookie that applies to this show. That's
1: sick. Okay, well, now we're back on.
0: Uh, Devin Madishman looks like is he him? He and, ma- he's the only him and Sam Laporte are the only rookie non-special teamers to make it. I think. Oh, and
1: Puka. 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 No Carter, that kind of surprises me.
0: No, no Carter, no Will Anderson. Problem is, I mean, who's Jalen Carter going to displace? Aaron Donald, Dexter yeah. Lawrence, or Javon Hargrave?
1: Yeah. Well, he, he displaces Hargrave, in, in real life, Eagles made a bad decision.
0: And who's Will Anderson going to displace? Miles yeah. Garrett, Max Crosby, Trey Hendrickson, T.J. Watt, Khalil Mack, or Josh Allen? Uh, Josh Warren, Allen, put him in the You know who else we we saw this week? Jaron Hall.
1: Yeah. Who I okay. was excited they were turning back to, but it was not the right decision.
0: <laughs> it was okay. I can't comprehend the way Minnesota's going with this quarterback thing. Just because, uh, okay, they bench Josh Dobbs, and even them, they bench Josh Dobbs after a game where there were so many drops. And I think it's hard to put it on him that, yeah. like solely on him that they played poorly, whatever. They 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 go to Nick Mullins, who is. <coughs> Fine enough, like whatever. And then they decide, oh, okay, we're gonna bench him for Jaron Hall. See what we got in the rookie. He gets a half of the football. He looks terrible against mm-hmm. the Packers. Don't get me wrong, but what was the point of doing that?
1: Yeah, I don't understand. The the whole process like, makes no sense.
0: And and now they're back to Nick Mullins full time for the last game of the year. Uh, Hall comes in goes five of ten for sixty seven yards and a pick. Uh, gets sacked a bunch. He looked like he looked like he was not ready to be on the field at all, mm-hmm. which. It tells me that they knew that if they were willing to pull him that quick because they're trying not to shake his confidence too much, but I don't know. why. why? That whole process was strange.
1: The whole pro- um, I mean, it has been, though. You know, they, they got lucky with Dobbs' resurgence. Who, like, I feel like people forget that Dobbs replaced Hall in that game, right? He got injured yeah. like right off the bat.
0: Hey, he completed like two passes. Just sick.
1: <laughs> I don't um, know. Just such anyway. a disaster of a process for them this year.
0: It's um, it's I was looking uh, at the Senior Bowl quarterbacks from last year. Jen Hall was one of them. It's it's gonna be crazy how much better this year's crop is already. Even
1: wrong. It was yeah. Wasn't it was, it was not be. good last year.
0: Um, and finally, Tommy DeVito played in Week 16, went nine of 16, 55 yards. The fun finally ended. You got benched against the Eagles. Didn't play in Week 17, and it's over.
1: Uh, yeah, it's over. But Ty God's back, and that's all I care about.
0: Well, you know what? I think that pizzeria cursed Tommy DeVito.
1: <laughs> I think it's a good take. You know, you know what it was. She never fired the agent.
0: That's a good point.
1: He made um, him. Speaking, he made him.
0: Speaking though of uh, EPA per play among rookie quarterbacks this season, Tommy DeVito's seven out of eight in terms of rookie quarterbacks, but he's only. Overall, one spot behind, like Bryce Young is forty second in the NFL in EP per play. Monkey bees. Tommy DeVio is forty third.
1: <laughs> Honestly, I thought it would be like Tommy D forty one and
0: Bryce well, 42. Tyson Baden's thirty eighth.
1: Go. Ba- Baden exactly. deserves some more looks. I think that's the take.
0: Richardson and Shredder are the only ones in the top twenty.
1: I'm excited for Anthony Richardson to come back. Especially with how good the Colts have been this year, you know.
0: Yeah, good luck getting the job back from Minshew, bro. It's a good
1: point. It's a good point. I mean, hey, he's he's got his chance to wrap it up this weekend. A lot on the line Saturday, in that game. That's all we got to say. I think.
0: The NFC South or the AFC South so bad. So is the NFC South. Yeah, they're, they're both,
1: both so good. Oh, sorry, So, Yeah, they're both really good. I mean, I love the oh, AFC South. Man. I hate the NFC South. But yeah.
0: Um. Keeping it moving now. to offensive rookie of the week. <laughs> We do we got uh, we two weeks, yeah. For so mine for week sixteen could be the same as yours because it was the Super yeah. Bowl. Puka Naku was too good. It's
1: clearly so Puka Naku,
0: Yeah, <laughs> nine for one sixty four a score at another sixteen on the ground. Had one hundred eighty yards from scrimmage. Um, has over I believe over fourteen hundred yards on the season now.
1: An all time rookie wide receiver season.
0: He's he's like just a, he can break the rookie receiving yards record this week. Yeah, um, but just helped from a, by a guy from like the '60s somehow. Which
1: he probably played eight balling. games. Yeah, it is my blowing. Yeah, I mean, that
0: guy must have been the greatest receiver of all time. Like, if
1: if anyone in the NFL respects the game, they shouldn't let Puka break that record because he's just got like twelve more games than him. Like, come on.
0: Um, wait, your, Bill Roman holds the record for for one thousand four hundred and seventy-three in nineteen sixty.
1: That's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> is this is the this man that he's and then, and then the next year he had another uh, 1,175. Averaged 23.5 catch. He had 29 touchdown catches in the first two seasons of, of his career.
1: And then what happened to him?
0: And then he only started six games. The next year he had 300 yards. And then he was out of the league by the age of 29.
1: What the hell? We need a 30 for 30 on this guy. Big time. Or at least a football life.
0: He played at a school called Heidelberg. <laughs> Alright, I gotta get out of there. Puka Nakua. <laughs> I mean, it's what it's been every week. It feels so like you look up, you why if you just watch a Rams game casually, it's like, oh, there's Puka again. Oh, yeah. catching a little drag, breaking a couple tackles, making a great grab downfield, whatever. And you look up and the game's over. He has nine catches for 164 yeah. yards and, and it feels so much easier than it should. Absolutely. And it feels like it's every week he's doing it. Um, they're, they're, I don't.
1: He hasn't had that many games where it's like, holy shit, he's the best player on the field. Well, vibes. I it,
0: I was say, it's yeah. like it's not the same as Odell Beckham's rookie year, where it's like he's taking the the country by yeah. storm. Everyone in the world knows who he is. Like you ask a non football fan, they've heard of him. Versus like Puka is it feels like so much, It's not getting enough credit because it. I don't know why.
1: He landed in the perfect situation. That's absolutely he did, for sure. Yes, but like that's not taking anything away from. Him. I'm not. I'm not trying to take anything away from him because it's been unreal. But you're right. It's
0: it's kind of strange that like outside of the NFL world, he's not getting more hype the way Odell Beckham did, for example. Yeah, I know no. did that one-handed catch. I, th- I
1: was about to say. I think that's what it is. It's it's he doesn't. He's extremely good, but he doesn't have he uses those like both insane hands to catch. Yeah, he uses too many hands to catch. But no, he hasn't had like the big time highlight. Real like consistent? I don't know. That's not even right. I'm just trying to talk about the mass media and at large. You know, he's been he on his
0: head. He's had one, two, three, four games of at least 147 yards this year.
1: <laughs> That's crazy. How That's nice. many touchdowns he got in the season?
0: Well, only five.
1: I think that might be part of it.
0: It's like Maybe. Leo Jones can't score touchdowns.
1: That was my comp. You remember that. That was my comp coming out. It
0: yeah, was your comp. Yeah. Hey, uh, Washington's in the uh, Natty, and uh, Puka started his career there and wasn't good enough to play with those receivers. So it's, it's, off yeah. to BYU, he went. Yeah. My question is why wasn't BYU getting more out of him? I know. Like, he was great injuries. at BYU. Yeah. No, but even still. Yeah. This game, come on. Fucking.
1: You're right. You're right. Look, I, when you got Isaac Rex, he's going to take up the targets. All right.
0: He had an NFL quarterback, too. Like, Jaron Hall true. was his quarterback. This that's is, true. No, I, did Puka make Jaron Hall?
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> Probably. Uh,
0: that's, that's my take of the day.
1: You want to stick with week 16, or you want to do just offense and then defense?
0: No, let's do offense and defense.
1: All right. I'm going also in a night game for week 17. But I thought week 17, there was a lot of good choices, there wasn't an obvious choice. But yeah, I it was too good to go anywhere else. Yeah, places. yeah. It's too obvious. Um week seventeen though, I am sticking uh in a night game. I'm going I'm going with Jaden Reed.
0: Okay, I I didn't end up going with him, so I have him for uh Primetime Star.
1: Primetime Star. Yeah, I thought there was there's a lot of good choices, but Damn, I, I Jaden Reed's been so much. As, I, honestly, he, first I was going to put him uh, for one of my biggest misses. I think he might have been my big. I mean, Puka wasn't high on either, but that was a lot of people miss. But I was not high on Jaden Reed, and obviously he went. He was drafted high, and he's been as advertised for the Green Bay Packers, who have 25 uh, rookies <laughs> catching the ball every week. But clearly, I think if you watch Packers football, he's he's the most talented. I mean, Tucker Craft, but. As a, as a receiver, he's the most talented. Uh, 89 yards on six grabs, two touchdowns. Love the way they use him. Didn't do too much like a, as, a, as a rusher this week, but um, didn't have any carries. But love that. like um, Remember like they did the little cheat motion with him and they like, kind of had that like deep out. And he kind of just threw a bunch of nasty on the route and it was great. And he had nice, just a good gain. First touchdown was an unreal throw from Love, but it was kind of too easy from Reed where he just split the DBs on deep post. Throw was sick, you know, the whole thing where he's like, oh, he's both feet are off the ground, who's this remind you of? And then the second touchdown was more impressive, where he just took a little drag route made a couple guys a miss and then dragged, I think, Metellus and another guy into the end zone for the touchdown. He's been unreal. I, I'm i really excited to see, like... Well, I'm excited to see him in the playoffs. I'm excited to see this Packers team in the playoffs. They, they, I feel like they could go either just kind of implosion. I mean, they haven't made it yet, but they look like they're going to. I feel like the rookies could just... I, I feel like one of these rookies, if not multiple, are just going to pop off. And I think I think Reed could be a huge difference maker in the playoffs. And I'm kind of excited just to see where he, like, where his full-time role is going to be in this Packers offense, where he kind of evolves, how he evolves as a player. Because he's had an unreal rookie year. And I feel like he hasn't got... I know it's been a, a like not, the, not the absolute most consistent, but I feel like he, uh, he he hasn't got enough due is what I was trying to say.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's just... The receiver class been so good.
1: Yeah. And I was low on this receiver group as a whole, too. So, I look egg on my face.
0: Well, I I will say, like, just looking at it and thinking about it in the context of how good the upcoming receiver class is.
1: Yeah.
0: This receiver class, I feel like, is full of, like, super wide receiver twos. Mm-hmm. Like I, this rookie class is. Outside, outside, of, outside of Puka Nakua, do you feel... Like a lot of conviction about anyone else being like a true wide receiver. One,
1: I don't know. You know, it's it's because a lot of them aren't in that mold. Like I love say Flowers. I was going to talk say, but he's not in that mold particularly. Um, you know, Tank like
0: is Rice Tank. Josh Tank's Cameron, but unreal. Addison.
1: Yeah, you know, none of those guys are. Obviously, Addison's clearly not with Jefferson there as long as he will be. But yeah, no one really is. You know, JSN There's is in that super build. Twos, though. It's a lot of super twos. Yeah. So a lot of um, very great wide receiver twos.
0: Yeah, yeah. So all those teams should just draft guys from the upcoming Imagine. A perfect one-two punch. Uh, I'm going to go with a pair of tackles for my Week 17 rookie of the week. That's fine. Um, Paris Johnson against yeah. the Eagles. Uh, by the way, Week 16 did not look very good. Um, and he was actually my underwhelming performance against the Bears. Like Montez Sweat was really getting after him. And then he comes back in week 17 against the Eagles, and he looks very good. Um, I thought he looked good on on the ground, like James Conner ran wild against the Eagles, but it was more what he was, like, seeing how he struggled against Montez Sweat and then seeing him kind of bounce back against a a really deep Eagles defensive line, I thought was super promising. Um, It wasn't, like, a dominant performance, but I just thought, like, I came away, like, they've got the right tackle. They're fine. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I also added Broderick Jones against the Seahawks. Um, It was a big part of the Steelers' ability to just pound the rock against uh, a Seattle defense (laughs) that's that's kind of the worst (laughs) against against the run in the league. Um, And I I thought Broderick Jones, like, when the Steelers' offense has clicked, it's been a lot of, like, Broderick Jones looking really good. And when it's struggled, it's Broderick Jones kind of Mm -hmm. struggling in pass protection. But he's been money in the run game all year.
1: Yeah, I thought I, I put Brodrick as well for his performance against the Seahawks. Who, yeah, that was him. That was like just letting him get on. I forget who it was, but got it on the end and just killed the guy at one point on a toss. And that's what we saw at Georgia, and that's what they got to keep letting him do. And yeah, against the Bengals, he wasn't wasn't great at all. But it was a hell of a run blocking performance against Seattle. Who, yeah, that that, that tackling performance was maybe all time bad. And I was going to mention more on that later, but. Yeah, no, that's a good pick. And yeah, Paris, Paris was great too. Yeah, that's a good one. <clears throat>
0: um, going to defense rookie of the week,
1: week sixteen. I'm going with uh, down Tampa Bay way. Not the first uh, defensive rookie taken, but yeah, yeah, Diaby. I thought it was all over the field, baby. Sack and a half, a couple TFLs, five total tackles, forced a fumble, recovered a fumble. Uh, was making a bunch of plays. And the TFL, one of his TFLs was just a hell of a play. We we're just on a reverse, didn't. Didn't fall for it, ex- like locked it out his block, and uh, once the ball came back his way, just just blew it up for a huge loss of yards. Um, I think the half a sack was kind of mad. He just kind of Lawrence was rolling on, kind of half shoved him out. But on the on the full sack which was a hell of a play, just a full vicious um, like on the game, and that the, just just the 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 the, <laughs> the ferocity he came down the line with was incredible. I thought the speed. Uh, getting back inside on a sack that was really impressive and I thought Diaby just played a hell of a game and was kind of was kind of stud who was I don't know if I want to say quietly but it's come on so strong down the stretch for the bucks and um it still feels like he's learning the game a bit like you know he's not he's not a super he's not super technical or anything yet but he's he's turning into a really good football player
0: yeah he uh he was getting some defense right to the ear buzz
1: I think like that's a little rich, but
0: I thought it. I thought it might be as well. I've li-
1: I've thought he's looked great, but I think that's that's a little rich.
0: Um, I'm going with just the old classic Brian Branch for Week yeah. Sixteen the Vikings. He uh, they blitzed him at one point. He came down. Uh, he he hammered Nick Mullins had a strip sack. Had another nice PBU where he kind of came down. I forget who the pass catcher was. Uh, and, and crunched the guy, causing incompletion. Had a pick. Um, was just everywhere. In- should, should
1: have had that everywhere. other interception too in the end zone. Could have been six. Oh yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah no. But hey,
0: buddy, bounced back and had mm-hmm. a, the other pick. Um
1: it Was all over the place. He was awesome.
0: The, we've had a really great offensive rookie uh, class, and I feel like it's overshadowed how how awesome the defensive rookie, rookie class has been, Um especially just. Because, like, it's actually kind of hard to pick your rookie of the year on defense now.
1: I agree. Yeah, I was going to talk I, about I don't, a couple of the front
0: runners in a uh, bit. Uh, well, I'll, I'll just go right to my Week 17 defensive rookie of the week. I think Will Anderson, should, like, in my mind, solidified himself as defensive rookie of the year with what he did against the Titans. He played 12 snaps coming off the injury against the Titans. Had two sacks, five pressures, a QB hit, a win, a pass rush win rate of forty-five and a half percent. It's unreal. Uh, yeah, they could not stop him. He was a a, a wrecking ball when he was on the field. Um, now, mind you, the Titans' uh, <laughs> offensive line was it's in awful shape. Yeah. Um, but like he he had a uh, he had. A, a freaking crazy, like, Euro swipe move for a huge sack on Taney. Um He, like, you you saw the speed to power. Like, just every time he was on the field, he was embarrassing them. Um, they just, like, I don't know. I, I, I just, and he, oh, he broke J.J. Watt's uh, rookie sack record in the, in the meantime. There was just, like, a it was uh, against uh, Dillard. He had, he had just like a little explosive first step, dip-around-the-edge sack. Um, I think he has been a more consistent player than Jalen Carter
1: this week. I do, too. I mean, I've voiced it. Or Jalen Carter's kind of disappeared down the stretch. and I was going to talk about that in a minute.
0: I will say he had a really nice sack in Week 17. Yes. Uh, and another pressure, but he was a little... Outside of like those splashy plays were there, but... I like think the consistency is the difference, right? And, like, Will Anderson's really, like, I know he, he missed some time, but Will Anderson has four sacks in his last three games. Mm-hmm. Will Anderson has seven sacks on the season, 10 TFLs, 22 QB hits. Like, he's been so good against the run. Like, he's one of the best run-defending edge players in the league already.
1: Yeah, I, I Will Anderson would be my vote as well. I, I totally agree with you. Um no, Anderson's been great. It feels like he's getting slept on a little bit, too. And, hell, a lot of people criticize that that move up to get Anderson, and those people have been pretty quiet all year, you know. Um, My Week 17 Defense Rookie of the Week, I'm going to go with another interior guy. Hell, a guy who's probably been outplaying Jalen Carter a lot, and that's uh, the Rams rookie, Kobe Turner.
0: Leads all rookies in sacks.
1: Leads all rookies in sacks. He should be he had, up there for, for trick of the year. He, yeah.
0: he, he, he's now third in... in so, right now, Jalen Carter's minus 150. Will Anderson's plus 175. Kobe Turner's plus 550.
1: As he, she, he should be right there. Yeah, I mean, both... him. I mean, I was going to mention Byron Young later, who had a good week's uh, 17 as well, but, like, they, they've they been unreal for the Rams. Um, Young slowed down a little bit, but Kobe Turner's been so damn good, and he was, he was dominant. He had two and a half sacks, five tackles, um... Just a really sweet, like, rip move for the first sack. Um, On the second side, it was more of just, like, a stunt, but, like, just really great hustle. And on both plays, just, like, he's really explosive finishing to the quarterback. It was really impressive. Um, But also, like, you feel him, you know... I'm not saying people forget, but, like, Kobe Turner being so good, it just means that much more for Aaron Donald, and... On one of Donald's sacks, um, they they ha- they went and uh, double team Kobe Turner because he's been kicking their ass. And <clears throat> if you're not double teaming double teaming Aaron Donald, he's gonna get into the backfield and a sack. And yeah, I feel like they're just Kobe Turner's been awesome, and the Rams rookie class has been I mean, unreal.
0: And that's yeah, a whole I I had him for my week 16 looks like a hit for what he did against the Saints on Thursday Night Football. Like, yep. he's been really good, and he's been really good. Like to another level the last in the back half of the yeah. season, um, he has what three four, five, six, seven, eight sacks in his last one two three four five six seven eight nine games eight sacks in nine games.
1: As a rookie interior guy, that's that's yeah that's extremely impressive.
0: Uh yeah he's. I feel like after this performance the buzz has really come like, yeah. caught up to the play.
1: Yeah, I think PFF said MPFF is sketchy sometimes. I think they crammed up with ten pressures, something like that. So, um,
0: going to worst rookie, we, we can kind of fly through these. That's something to me today. Uh, my week sixteen, I had Quentin Johnson, just such a nothing game against the Bills when they really needed a receiver to step up. Got called for an illegal formation. Uh, slowed up on what should have been a touchdown shot from Easton Stick and just kind of slowed up on it, um, finished with two for 29. I also have Mingo, Jonathan Mingo, because it was Bryce Young's best game of the year, and Mingo caught one pass for nine yards and, like, had nothing happening.
1: Mm, yeah, he was kind of visible uh, this week as well. Uh, I'm with the Titans rookies for Week 16 uh, against the Seahawks. They gave up six sacks on the offensive line. Skoronsky I feel like Skronsky was better in pass pro. Didn't look good in the run, though, which is even more troubling, but we've mentioned that a couple times. Jalen Duncan kind of came in and out, and he was not good. Ojuku we've got some run. I think you're going to talk about him in a bit, so I'm going to talk about
0: that No, right now. My <clears throat> Week 17 versus sure the Titans, Rookie Ola. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> uh, I had – so J, uh, Andre Dillard started – yeah. Was so bad he got benched for Jalen Duncan. Duncan came in, gave up a big fourth down sack. Yeah. Derek Barnett was giving him the business. Uh Derek Barnett, all pro Derek Barnett. Uh John Ajuku gave up a strip sack touchdown early. Uh Skronsky just like basically what they were doing, the, the Texans just kept like uh running uh D line games and the stunts were just like Skronsky and uh whether it be Dillard or Duncan like just could not figure mm-hmm. like Skronsky kept picking up the wrong guy. He looked like a mess. The whole, like, they got Will Levis hurt. Man.
1: Yeah, they did. And two weeks ago they did as well, um, Duncan That's and Skronsky. Crazy. Yeah, it's it's dangerously bad. Um, also, I was going to throw in Eric Errer, who I thought was kind of getting some trouble against JSN a bit. But anyways, uh, <laughs> week 17 I'm going off the line as well. I mentioned how good Kobe Turner was. I think that was at the expense of John Michael Schmitz. And I kind of wanted to do this as a whole because I, he, he struggled against Rams interior, definitely. Uh, but like you know, Turner's unreal and Aaron Donald's Aaron Donald. It's going to happen. But as a whole, man, he's just not had an impressive year. That's that looks like a miss for me. And I mean, those Giants rookie offensive linemen just—they're having a rough, rough stretch. Three years, three years in a row, three or four. Obviously, Andrew Thomas has turned around, but he had a terrible rookie year. Evan Neal has not turned around; had a terrible rookie year. Hopefully JMS is on the on the Thomas bump, but damn, they have not had a luck, and I don't know what the fuck that team is going to look like next year, but I hope JMS can turn it around.
0: Um, Going to primetime star, so I had Jaden Reed in week 17, but in week 16 I had Zay Flowers yeah the 49ers, 9 for 72 in the score. They were feeding him early, and it yeah. felt like they just wanted to kind of get the ball in, into his hands and space, lots of screens, and it was working.
1: It was working. It was awesome. And I was just going to parlay this into what he did against the Dolphins, having that huge – he only had three catches, but it was for one, it was six. I think that was his first 100-yard game, uh, did it in the first half, and it was all just off that one huge play. I mean, Flowers have been great. I'm so excited to see what they do with him in the playoffs. Like you said, against the Niners in the biggest game of the year, um, you know, potential Super Bowl matchup. The, the, the Ravens just blew the doors off them. And, yeah, I think just establishing Zay early and often, like that was a huge key to it um lamar wrapped up mvp in that game it's over he's benched this week but he, it's over and i munkin i mean we hyped up munkin i think enough right like preseason and stuff i mean it's not really our game but i, I think we tried to and damn that's that was the higher of the off season on the on the corner at least and uh yeah they've done an unreal job and the passing game has flourished and flowers is a big part of that he's been great
0: um, going to underwhelming Oh, I
1: got my week seventeen. I got a week seventeen. Oh, sorry. It's oh, we'll probably talk my, that's about. That's my
0: sorry. bad. For, I I I just assumed Jaden Reed, but you had him for rookie of the week.
1: That's yeah, right. I, I went with Sam Laporta. I know, I know he he had a shaky start to the game against Dallas. I oh, was ready. Weird to, game. It was a, as a whole, but yeah, Laporta's game was kind of weird too. But yeah, just kind of like you know, had a had a bad drop, um, a couple missed blocks. It looked like too, mm-hmm. but down the stretch when they needed him, he was just so damn good, and that. I know he, that was like a rookie performance to me, where, like, you know, he finally, he's had it maybe one or two games where it feels a little rookie ish. Caught up to him in this one against really good Dallas defense, obviously. But I just, just, just the way he bounced back and how damn reliable he was down the stretch. Uh, them, I mean, they won the game. So in the comeback to win the game, how important it was, seven catches, 84 yards, just felt like one after another to, you know, to close that game out. Uh, to to get the game winning touchdown potentially, um, it just I don't know that's just, just such a big dog performance I thought just like I know it was wonky at the start but just to come back like that and solidify it like that I just I don't know no no doubt about it Sam Laporte is gonna be a top five top three maybe best tight end in the league for a long time.
0: Underwhelming performance week sixteen. So I, I mentioned I had Paris Johnson here week seventeen bounce back week seven six sorry wait I'm long. Well, I Paris Johnson for Offensive Rookie of the Week in Week 17, but underwhelming in Week 16. Yeah. I also have Wanya Morris underwhelming in Week 16. I thought Malcolm Coonson and Max probably you <laughs> got the best of them, which yeah, never happened. Yeah, they um, Yeah. Week 17, I, I kind of struggled a little bit. I thought I, I was ready to have Sam Laporta here until that, that like yeah. final drive. Um, is he a Bonaconda? I was expecting he had he had a big kind of week <laughs> sixteen game. Yeah, and he did. Week seventeen, I was like, okay, he's going to show up against the Browns. And they had a fumble, and he like kind of was off the yeah. field until the end of the game.
1: That's such a root like, underwhelming performance. Just a young back. I got to get. Yeah, week sixteen though. Here, let's be positive. Week sixteen was really good. It was fun. I hope they. I mean, they caught Dalvin Cook. Like, get give him the ball more. Um, at week sixteen, I'm going double IDL. That's where I I'd talk about Jalen Carter. <clears throat> wasn't wasn't much of an impact against the was the Giants, right? Mixing up these weeks. In London and the Giants was not much of an impact. And um, like you said, came back, had a sack. But I thought like, down the stretch, like, even the Seahawks game, where it felt like he got credit because <coughs> he had that one sack. But even that, first of all, it should have been a flag. He hit lock high. But it was just that one play. And with the Eagles season, I don't know. I don't want to say circling the drain, but like they're on the precipice of getting bumped round one in the playoffs. He needs to step up. He, they need him um, big time because that defense is shaky. Um, going down south though, Brian Brosey kind of just had nothing going against the Rams on the Thursday nighter either. <coughs> Excuse me. So I kind of parlayed those two. And uh, Week Seventeen, I'm going with Devin Witherspoon, who had that one nice TFL. We kind of slammed Warren down, but uh, Warren gave him the business. Najee was giving the business. Um, Deontay Johnson goofed him. It was just a lot of poor tackling. Struggling the versus of the run. Like I said, Warren was stiff arming him downfield. Uh, it was it was just, I mean, the whole team was awful, but yeah.
0: Um, moving to looks like a hit. I Kobe Turner in week 16. Um, Sydney Brown for week 17. Yeah. The 99-yard pick six was sick, but he also just had a, like the UL's defense didn't play very well, but I thought he played quite well. And outside of missed tackles at times this year, when he is on the field, he is always around the football. Yes, and yeah, he, he is such an explosive like. It's a like ball he's, of energy. He's not him. Troy Polamalu. I don't want to say that, but like,
1: it's like he just did yeah a
0: sliver of that. Just in terms of just he's throwing his body everywhere. He's always around the ball. Yeah, he's a ball of energy. He's a Tasmanian devil out there. And, um, the ninety nine yard pick six was so sick.
1: It was sick. It was really, <laughs> it was really sick. Uh, week sixteen. I didn't do this for every week, by the way. I just I kind of made this up. But I'm going with Jody Porter Jr., who I thought had a really good game against the Bengals. Um, had that really really nice tackle to prevent a first down, down the goal line, and then the next play was just sticky on Higgins uh, to force the incompletion. Which, and that's kind of the name of his game. He had a – I think he got called for a, a hold or a PI, but – Yeah, it'll happen. <clears throat> it'll happen with JPG. But, like, I think, like, he's been extremely as advertised, you know. Like, the, the – the risks were always there with drafting him. He was always a little grabby, but um, as advertised, the the holds and the pi they've come, but they haven't hurt the team. And I think his play overall has been um been you know way more beneficial.
0: Uh, um,
1: week seventeen, my bad. I put Devonta Shane who uh, or sorry, H.N. I'm still struggling. Uh, 107 on the ground, only 14 carries, 30 through the air on four and a touchdown. He's so much fun to watch. They they do such a good job of using him. It. it feels like every play they get on the ball is, like, perfectly designed. But also, he's, he's just really damn good. He's so good at just stretching it out and finding that hole and then using that juice because he's got the world-class speed. And, I don't know, Hey chans so damn good. He's been so much fun to watch this year. It sucks that he missed some time, but he's, he's just he's a ton of fun. I hope, I hope that's another rookie that goes off in the playoffs.
0: Uh looks like a miss. Like, not necessarily for me, but, man, Felix and D.K. Uzama played four snaps against the Raiders, and yeah. I just that, like, man, like, they, they used a first-round pick on him. He is not... No one's talking about it either. Like, no. they could have drafted a receiver. I mean, they got Rasheed Rice, but, like... It's, you know it's I mean? funny.
1: I put Rasheed Rice for looks like a miss, like, in a positive light for him. Yeah. yeah.
0: But, like, it, he's just been such a non-factor for weeks on end, um...
1: On a team that has holes now. You know, it's not this Super Bowl caliber, really, team.
0: But, like, even at, at the same time, they used a first-round pick on an the year before, in George Carloptis who's... It's
1: been good. Who's,
0: who's been quite good. Yeah. Like, and, like, they signed Charles Amenehue. They obviously had Chris Jones. Like, Mike Dan has taken his snaps, though, Felix's. And it's just like, man, they could have... This team could have yeah. used that pick on an offensive lineman. Like, it's just so weird.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I'll give you two, but for 17, yeah, Rasheed Rice. How about that? Like five catches, 127 yards. I was too low on him. I especially didn't see like the the yak ability in him. And it's Mm -hmm. like every time he catches the ball, he's explosive. He's consistently good after the catch. Um, I Had a big 67-yard catch. I think it was his first reception all year that went for more than 20 air yards, which is crazy. Um, Longest play of the year for the Chiefs as well. Uh, big play, big game. Um, Yeah, he's, he's been their best target. Hell, he's, he's outplaying Travis Kelsey down the stretch, too. He's been their best target the last eight weeks, for sure. Yeah. Um, know. And the other side, uh, both kind of both weeks. He made a couple plays, but this is more of an overhaul overall season. Derek Hall has not been at anything, really, for no. the Seahawks. Uh, really underwhelming rookie year. I think he had a TFL in both 16 and 17, but he didn't feel it. Uh, the snap percentage has been, I don't know, hovering around 30-ish, 35-ish. Um, that's a second-round pick that, yeah, I don't know, I feel like it's been extremely forgettable.
0: Uh, yeah, he is, uh, I, he's a guy who I thought was really going to have a big impact, dude. Yeah. Um, my week 17 looked like a miss. Uh, Carter Warren I'm just getting. I mean, it's Darius Smith, Miles Garrett against the Browns, but like, Carter yeah. Warren has not been very good
1: being rude to these, like, mid-round Jets rookies. Well, I
0: just, I'm so smart, like, I didn't really miss on anybody.
1: It's a good point. It's a good point,
0: yeah. Uh, <laughs> needs to step it up. Uh, <clears throat> week 16, I had DJ Turner after George Yeah, George's I put Kupiter.
1: Turner here. Yeah. I felt like uh, over, I put him here, too, but I felt like overall it wasn't awful, but just that one play was so bad. Yeah.
0: Uh, Jack Campbell, it's just every time I watch the lines, I, like, forget he's on the team. Yeah. Um, and then in week 17 I had a trio of Eagles Nolan Smith just very, like he, he's playing more and more and having mm-hmm. very little impact especially as a pass rusher uh, 22% of the snaps against the Cardinals um, and uh, Eli Ricks and Keely Ringo Eli Ricks got put on freaking skates by Michael Carter uh, and Keely Ringo got called on a DPI in legal contact they, the Eagles are playing like a lot of rookies. I gotta talk about it in a bit too.
1: They are. Um, yeah, my, I'm gonna go double corners. We touched on Turner. <laughs> you know, what I wanted. I just, I just had to talk about him. Emmanuel Forbes is back in playing, baby. Um, getting his most playing times in weeks. In week 16, he came in with uh, Saint Joe got hurt. Uh, played quite a lot against the Jets. I know the Jets are awful, but he was solid. I thought he was pretty solid. Um, but then against the Niners, had his struggles. Give up five catches, I think six targets, 88 yards. I think he kind of was responsible for the IU touchdown, too. Made a couple plays on the ball. Um, I just really want to talk about because, like, after this rookie year, I just wonder where the hell his career goes from here. Um, likely a new staff coming into Washington. That could either get go really well for him or, you know, he just doesn't prove it. Um, so I just think he's, he's been really interesting. And I, like the, I like that he's playing again, though. It's exciting.
0: What a weird rookie season.
1: Big time. Yeah. One of the most.
0: Um, Not ready to play. Week 16. uh, How about Hunter Lupke? Why was he getting fed so many times? I don't
1: know. I don't know. And
0: then they took it one too many and he fumbled on the goal line against the Dolphins.
1: Yeah. Get three
0: touches for 11 yards in that opening drive, fumbled, and then get a touch again. It was just so weird. I
1: loved it until he fumbled. Yeah. It was just really strange decision making. Um, I think that says a lot about where their running back group is right now. Especially Deuce Vaughn came in and got play this week. Just, I don't know if they trust them. You know, they don't really have a back that can do that stuff. I don't know.
0: And in week, week 17, I'll go with Starling Thomas, who's starting for the Cardinals at corner, who gave up uh, five catches for 53 yards and a touchdown against the Eagles uh, on six targets. That sixth target. Would have been like a seventy-yard touchdown, to Devonta Smith, but the ball wasn't like great, and Devonta Smith kind of dropped it.
1: Mm. So basically, um,
0: every time they threw it at him, it, it was a success.
1: Sterling Thomas has had his moments, but like, yeah, <laughs> he's it's just had his moments. He's
0: starting. It is. It e- definitely is. Every, I found every week if you watch a Cardinals or a Titans game, you're seeing a rookie that yeah. like, can't believe he's playing, playing.
1: Yeah, Thomas has played a lot for the Cardinals too. Um, I'm going, <laughs> going with uh, a guy who, like, I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't pay attention to this team as much, but I, I watched them. DeMarco Hellams is playing quite a bit down the stretch for the Falcons. Um, I thought, well. I thought, Yeah, I thought week 17 he looked pretty solid, too. I kind of just want to talk about him. Uh, week 16, he he made some plays in the run. He looked pretty good, but just in coverage I thought he struggled. Uh, gave like 6-7 to seven for 63 yards. Didn't, wasn't too sharp. But I, I like that he's playing. I, they got to keep keep yeah. rolling him out there. I, I think it's a good thing.
0: I think for week fifteen, I had him for one of my best day three rookies. Yeah, yeah. No, he was, I think, I think he's, he's been starting over like the last four or five.
1: Hmm. Uh, but like, I think week sixteen was his most play. I think he played like ninety six percent. A lot, a of, lot of run. Week seventeen, uh, Seahawks center Oluwatimi had to come in and he didn't look good. I thought. Um, specifically, uh, the real rookie moment for me was when they were supposed to do that direct snap to Kenneth Walker, and he kind of just snapped it to Gino as Gino was doing, like, the fake over-the-head snap, but it was really just a low-bad snap. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, just, just, That was just a really, like, oh, yeah, Olu Olu just isn't ready to do it yet for Seattle. And Brown's been fine, so whatever. Michigan, could you Hey, hey, Drake Nugent was, was sick <laughs> Monday night, baby.
0: Uh, yeah, lucky you have to play Texas. Uh, best day 3 rookie. Uh, week six, I'm just going to rattle these off. I just have yeah. a bunch of receivers. Week 16, A.T. Perry had the touchdown against the Rams. Andre Yochivas, uh yeah. moved the chains a couple times against the Steelers. Dontavian Wicks touchdown against the Panthers. Pop Douglas was uh, the Patriots' whole offense against the Broncos. And then in week 17, Nick Herbig had a strip sack in recovery against the Seahawks. Yeah. Trey Palmer, if he hadn't fumbled... Would have been, like, it would have been a really great week for him. He had 84 and a touchdown, but he had this great deep grab. in like, a beautiful, beautiful ball tracking and snag. But then he fumbled, like, just on his own. So that kind of took away from it. Uh, Carrington-Valentine had another solid game. Pop Douglas had another solid game. And Alex Austin had a pick off Josh Allen. It was a bad throw, but they kept going after him. And he just gave up three for 14.
1: It's pretty, good. it's pretty good. He was
0: on the Bills earlier this year. I, I forgot about that.
1: Um, I, <laughs> you hit a few of mine. I was gonna just just do a little bit more Herbig. I thought I looked pretty good against the Bengals. Um, week sixteen too I was
0: Every getting in he on Brown. Field, he looks good.
1: He does. Yeah, it's turned out to be a good pick. And like you said, the strip sack beating Charles Cross too, and like um, who didn't have a good game, but it's, it's, it's all of a play. Um, how Did about you I, Sorry, go ahead, please.
0: I was gonna say he hasn't really played a ton, <laughs> except uh, when Watt or Highsmith hurt. But yeah. Like he's made the most of his snaps. Like he, he definitely looks like he's gonna he played, turn into
1: a really good third option there. Like
0: he played two snaps against the, the Seahawks, and that's so crazy. Recovery on one of
1: them. That's crazy. Yeah, I think next year that's gonna be a hell of a trio. Um, like when when he he needs his moments, you know they need the breath the breather. Mm. Uh, that's a good one. I'm. Um, I think we hit a, f- a few of mine, but how about I throw more? Jordan Howden, Week 16 for the Saints. Uh, the Thursday nighter. Yeah, he has had a good year. Six tackles. Had that really nice PBU on a, on a Cooper Cup out route. Uh, they only gave up one catch, too. I like how he's just just so solid. Solid, um,
0: yeah. He's been one of the better rookie safeties.
1: He has been. I, and just quickly on the uh, <laughs> I thought his game was so funny, Week 16, where he had 4, th- four for 36 It looked like he was going to get fed. Uh, had a bad drop. But, like, just that the one where Browning just kind of chucked it up to him like a punt, and he made that play in like a bunch of traffic. It was cool. Uh, I, just... I'd like to see him get a bunch of targets this week. Did he get hurt? No, I don't think so, right? I didn't watch the no. Bengals this week. Um, no, I want to see him get a bunch of targets.
0: You had the Bengals game, so couldn't I even watch it?
1: No. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the Bengals. I did watch the Bengals. The game was so forgettable, <laughs> the Chiefs.
0: Uh, hey, not for Harrison Bucker. It was a no,
1: that's, that's what I mean. It was a Bucker game.
0: Uh, best UDFA rookie. Um, week 16, Julio McLaughlin. Who continues to just be like a very interesting satellite back. I also mm-hmm. have from week 17. Um, I mean, quietly ran for over 400 yards this year, had over 500 from scrimmage. Like, heck of a <laughs> heck of a season for an undrafted running back who's freaking it, tiny.
1: It seemed like it was going to be bigger, too, after like the first couple of weeks of the year.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and A.J. Finley, who had a force phone ball and punt coverage against the Bills, it was pretty cool. Sick. Uh, Week 17, Ronnie Hickman had the pick yeah. six. He's yeah. been really good. He, he has. I'm L- pretty L- sure legit. has him as the highest-graded <laughs> rookie this year. Yep. Um, your boy TK McClendon had a run stop against the Texans. Uh, Xavier Gibson, going back to yep. the Jets, yeah, solid game again. Um, Otis Jason Reeves Brown, he getting involved too. Otis Reese, out of nowhere, the Titans linebacker, yep. <laughs> uh, had a bunch of against the Texans, so fine. <laughs> Uh, but my favorite one, Najee Thompson is the Vikings' gunner. He had the fumble recovery and punting. Yeah. He had the insane tackle where it should have been a flag. They threw a flag. They picked it up. He just, like, obliterated Jaden Reed.
1: Calling him, like, Matthew Slater or something like that? It was sick.
0: Yeah. Najee Thompson is my favorite
1: rookie. <laughs> um, you hit a bunch. I was going to mention all the Jets and the Ronnie Hageman's the star. But uh, just Mr. Consistent Christian Christian the in Week 16 again, I thought. Um, just really, he's been. The, I don't know. He's been the most consistent UDFA, I think. Right, just in and out, always around the football, making solid plays, never not getting beat very much. Like he's just been really solid. And yeah. we hit, we hit like all the rest of mine.
0: Okay, rookies who week sixteen: uh, Darnell Wright played well against the Cardinals. So does teammate Terrell Smith. Um, I thought Tucker Craft had a good game against the Panthers, uh, especially blocking. You mentioned Joey Porter already. Uh, week 17. Darnell Washington, I thought, uh, looked quite good as a blocker. He played 62% mm-hmm. of the snaps, too. Was he did wrongly. look
1: good. It was smart. Um,
0: Elijah Higgins had two first down grabs against the Eagles. You know,
1: I forgot to mention him a couple of weeks ago. I had a touchdown.
0: He's like randomly just pops up, and he's like a yeah. useful fourth receiver. Yeah. Um, speaking of the Cardinals, Michael Wilson had, had a really nice game, especially in the second half. He was really quiet first half, but came on second half, had a great touchdown grab, had an even better two point <clears throat> conversion catch against the Eagles. Um, Dalton Kincaid had had a couple huge first down catches late against the Patriots. Had eighty seven yards. Um, Josh Downs had a, a, a awesome fifty yard snag early against the Raiders. Kind of quiet after that, but still. And Juju Brents, just they had him like on Devontae Adams for a lot of this game, and he was just like blanket. Like he gave up seventy three yards, but they kept, like they threw him twelve times. He had three PBU's. He like he looked really legit.
1: I think he only gave up two catches the week before too. Um, yeah, he yeah, looked good. Him and
0: Jalen Jones were quite good.
1: Uh, week 16, Bijan had a good game, uh, just had a bunch of touches, I think he forced like 12 missed tackles or something like that, um, but then week 17 was like, he, he led the Falcons in rushing and receiving in 16, week 17 was like just really meh, um, but sticking with the Falcons, week 16, Zach Harrison had a couple sacks, looked really good, I thought, uh, let's see him just kind of get like full time snaps, really, um, I thought Will McDonald looked good, uh, week 16, they were getting him, um, like, a couple of pressures. Like, like you know, when you talk talking about Felix and Ndiki Uzama, I was kind of thinking about Will McDonald, who obviously doesn't get a whole lot of playing time. But I think he's proved he's a legit NFL passer rusher. Just, uh, I think he's going to make the step next year. Um, Byron Young had a sack week 17. Three, three uh, quarterback hits was kind of all over the backfield. Was really good. Has been really good. Uh, week sixteen, Jason had a really nice game against the tight end. Six catches, sixty-one yards, was making plays. Seventeen, he kind of disappeared. Um, had the touchdown grab though, it was a nice grab over the middle, uh, elevating. Um, I, I, I know we talked Kobe Turner, but I forgot to see. He also had a fourth down, like a big sack on week sixteen. I think you mentioned it. Uh, it, you mentioned Izzy. Izzy looks really good week 16, then not so much 17. And another back. How about Chris Rodriguez? Got fed, kind of, week 16. 10 carries, 58 yards, two TDs. Just, just, there's nothing else going on there. Is that everybody? That's everyone.
0: Out of nowhere, ruck for week 16. Ben Van Summerin, the Eagles <laughs> linebacker. That's a really good one. Got the, the start against the Giants, made a couple tackles. They uh, mentioned he began his career as a fullback at Michigan before becoming a linebacker yep. at Michigan State, the ultimate Big Ten boy. Yeah. Um, and then in week 17, Marquise Watts, Buccaneers pass rusher, came in and had a sack against the Saints.
1: Uh, Where did Marquise Watts go to school? Charlotte. Sick. That's a good one. Uh, you mentioned him already. I kind of just put Otis Reese, <laughs> the Titans linebacker. Played against the Seahawks. Uh, didn't do too much, though, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I know the one now. I never forgot, but I didn't have too many out of nowhere guys. And oh, Juku coming in for the Titans. The Titans, just kill me. It's great.
0: Oh, it's it's you put on a Titans game. There's an undrafted rookie starting <laughs> that you didn't know was on the team. Like they they started. I think th- I, if Eric Gar counts as their starting nickel, they had three undrafted rookies yeah. starting this week. Yeah, and, awesome. and, and and more more playing. Than yeah, just those <laughs> It's sick. Uh my start the rook, I just do one because week seventeen happened. You can't start the week you know, week that's already happened. Um Moro Jomo played just thirteen snaps against the Cardinals and was part of or caused three run stops. It's pretty good. And and like I, I was a big Moro Jomo guy. Mm-hmm. Um and I was so happy to see him out there. And like I was just shocked he was playing just because of how deep that Eagles D line is. It was by far his most snaps of the year. He had played only 18 snaps prior to the Cardinals game. Then he played 13. I just get him more snaps in, in this final week, man. He he was working against the run.
1: It's a good one. Mine's mine's a bad one. Um, <laughs> the Lions the Lions got robbed last week. Nothing matters anymore. Let's let's see some Hooker. let's see a little bit he's back yeah he's active now or i don't know if he's been active but he's off the ir he's been activated um who knows how healthy he is but uh i don't know if he's been on the active i don't know if he's uh, probably not but he is healthy let's see let's see let's see get him involved it'd be be a lot of fun
0: i always forget that man is already 25
1: yeah you gotta you gotta get on the field while he's still still you know in his prime
0: it's the same age as jared goff almost (laughs)